is Eric, a housekeeper of Happy Vermont, a travel podcast about people and places in the Green Mountain State. Fall in Vermont is all about hiking, scenic drives, apple picking, and exploring small towns. You can't go wrong wherever you are in Vermont this fall. The leaves will change color across the state, and there's really beauty to be seen in every direction. You know, I have to tell you, I enjoy fall a lot more now than I did about a decade ago. When I worked at the Vermont Department of Tourism as Director of Communications, fall foliage was such an intense time. It was about six weeks of just constant, nonstop work, and it it wasn't relaxing at all. Visitors would call me at my office. They'd be asking when peak foliage was going to happen or what the weather was going to be like. And the media would call me and want to know how the season benefited the state's economy. I remember back in 2007 or so, I was fairly new on the job then, I remember a reporter called me and wanted to know how climate change was going to affect Vermont's fall foliage season. He wanted answers from me also about why the seasonal colors were a little dull that year. And I remember telling him the fall foliage is never quite as good as we remember and that sometimes we're our own worst critics. Well, I also remember he laughed at my answer because I knew I was pretty much just dodging his question. I don't miss those conversations at all, but I love talking to all of you. This is so much fun. This is so much better. So when you're in Vermont this fall, it's worth knowing that the last week of September and the first two weeks of October are typically the busiest times for foliage season. It might be different this year because of COVID. We don't know how the season is going to shape up and we're just going to have to wait and see what happens. But when peak foliage arrives, it's really anyone's guess. But you should know that the leaves start changing first in the Northeast Kingdom of Vermont and in the higher elevations in late September. And then they work their way down to the lower elevations in the valleys in October. The Lake Champlain Valley is one of the last places for leaves to change. So it's always really nice being in Burlington or the Champlain Islands or places like Shoreham or Addison in mid to late October. So if you're looking for places to visit, I have some suggestions. I've organized these towns from north to south. So in the heart of Vermont's Northeast Kingdom is the town of Craftsbury, where you'll find the Craftsbury Outdoor Center, the Craftsbury General Store, and the scenic Craftsbury Common. Now, fall foliage typically gets a head start up in the Northeast Kingdom compared to other parts of the state. So you'll be able to enjoy fall colors in Craftsbury in late September and very early October. And as I said, when foliage will peak this year is anyone's guess, but you can definitely count on lots of autumn beauty in Craftsbury in the earlier part of the fall season. Then there's the town of Montgomery. This is in northwestern Vermont, and Montgomery's known for its covered bridges. I think there are six covered bridges in town. Montgomery's in Franklin County. It's known for dairy farming and being relatively flat with no big elevations, but it has a mountain town outdoorsy feel. And maybe that's because Montgomery's not that far from Jay Peak, so you kind of get a little bit of a Jay Peak influence, perhaps. And Montgomery just has a real special feel. I've had to go up there for a couple of photo and video assignments in the last couple months, and I love going up there. I'm kind of learning about that town more and more. Montgomery's home to the Black Lantern Inn, the Phineas Swan Inn and Spa, and the Vermont Salt Cave Spa. And Montgomery also has just lots of dirt roads to explore. Just a few miles from Main Street, you can access Hazen's Notch, which is this dirt road mountain pass. 
It's closed in the winter. But the road was named after General Moses Hazen, who in 1779 led the construction of the Bailey Hazen Military Road. It's one of Vermont's most historic roads. And about 10 miles of the Hazen's Notch Trail Network there is open for walking and hiking in the summer and fall. And these trails are located at the High Ponds Farm, which is this privately owned nature preserve that's located in the Hazen's Notch area of Montgomery. And you can learn more by visiting hazensnotch.org. Then if you go down to the southern area of Caledonia County in the Northeast Kingdom, you'll come across the town of Peacham. And once you visit Peacham for the first time, you're going to want to return year after year, especially in the fall. It's just one of the sweetest little towns in Vermont. The village center features these classic New England homes and a white steepled church. And there's the adorable Peachum Cafe in town, which has great soups and sandwiches and salads. And it just has a nice kind of local feel. I always enjoy going in there, even just for a cup of coffee, to sit down and relax and, and enjoy myself. It's a nice place. Peachum's said to be the most photographed town in New England. I don't know how they figure that out, but I believe it. It seems about right. And not too far from Peachum is Groton State Forest, where you can find some nice hiking if you want to get outside and you're in that area. To get to Groton State Forest, you kind of have to zigzag to get there. There's no, like, real direct route. It'll probably take you 20, 25 minutes or so from the heart of Peachum to get to a hike on Owl's Head Mountain in Groton State Forest. And it's really pretty. It's an easy hike, but it has lots of gorgeous views up at the top of Lake Groton and the mountains. And I believe Owl's Head Mountain is technically in Peachum. So check that out if you're in the area and you also want to get outside and get a nice hike in. So if you head over to the kind of north-central part of the state, is you'll find the town of Stowe. Probably heard of Stowe. It's probably one of Vermont's most popular places to visit, especially in the fall. But for good reason, for sure. Route 108, which is known as the Notch or Smuggler's Notch, is a nice spot for hiking and sightseeing. And this road is closed in the winter, but in the summer and fall when you're driving up there, it has these crazy twists and turns, and it makes for a really interesting drive through the mountains. And when you drive up, you can pull over and park, and you can hike up to Stirling Pond or hike around some other trails off Route 108. It's a nice area. It's probably pretty crowded in the fall, so if you go up there, just know that you, you, know, you might encounter quite a few cars and, and people during foliage season. And also in Stowe is Stirling Forest, and this is a town forest that includes nice trails for hiking and mountain biking, and it's probably going to be a little less busy than what you would encounter in the Notch. Stowe also has really great restaurants. You can try Dock Ponds, where you can grab a, a burger or a salad and a beer, or a Picasso Pizzeria, or you can head over to Von Trapp Brewing Beer Hall Restaurant at Trapp Family Lodge in Stowe. That's a great spot as well. So if you keep heading, uh, if you go south on Route 100 from Stowe, you're going to come to the town of Warren. And Warren is just this great little town. It's where you'll find the Warren store and the Pitcher Inn and Sugarbush Resort. And fall foliage in this town is just so nice. You can go mountain biking near Blueberry Lake, or you can hike around Lincoln Gap, or you can take a scenic chairlift ride at Sugarbush, or you can just walk along one of the town's many dirt roads. This area is located in the Mad River Valley of Vermont, and that whole area is just gorgeous in the fall. And the mountain views are unbelievable, especially if you head up to East Warren or head over Lincoln Gap or Roxbury Gap. You'll get some really fantastic views. 
And speaking of Lincoln Gap, head up over Lincoln Gap and you'll come to the town of Lincoln, which is located in Addison County, just on the other side of Lincoln Peak. And Lincoln is just this absolute dream during fall foliage season. When you take Lincoln Gap Road, you'll come over this beautiful mountain pass between Warren and Lincoln. The road is closed in the winter, but it's fantastic in the fall. And at the crest of the gap, you'll see signs for the long trail. And you can take an easy hike to Sunset Ledge to the south or a more challenging climb to Mount Abraham to the north. Another spot in Lincoln that is worth visiting is West Hill Road. And this is where you'll see these really magnificent views of the Green Mountains. And when the conditions are just right, Mount Abraham, which is the fifth tallest peak in Vermont, has this stunning alpine glow at dusk. You really have to see it to believe it, but it's really beautiful. So head up there and and check it out during foliage season because it's a really beautiful spot. Also in Addison County is the town of Ripton. Ripton's where you'll find the Ripton Country Store and the Chipman Inn and just lots of natural beauty. I really love this area. We head up there every foliage season. My husband and I take our daughter and we go up and just take walks and just really love the feel of it there. From Route 7 or Route 100, you can take Route 125, which is known as Middlebury Gap. And you'll come across the Robert Frost Interpretive Trail and the scenic Middlebury College Breadloaf School of English campus. Both great spots to walk around. And the area, you know, I mentioned the Robert Frost Interpretive Trail. This area has a real kind of Robert Frost country feel. For many years, Robert Frost stayed in a cabin in Ripton, and he was instrumental in establishing the Breadloaf Writers Conference at Middlebury. Next up on my list is the town of Stratford, and Stratford's town common and historic meeting house make this community in Orange County just a real must-see in the fall. Stratford's located between Tunbridge and Fairley, and it's a really pretty drive to getting there from Interstate 89. The town's townhouse, which was built in 1799, stands at the head of the town green, and Stratford's also home to the Justin Morrill Homestead State Historic Site, which includes these light pink or mauve-colored Gothic Revival buildings that are open for the season until mid-October. And you can also take self-guided garden tours there. Now, if you keep heading south, you'll head over to Rutland County into the town of Chittenden. Chittenden's tucked away into the Green Mountain National Forest, and it's home to the Chittenden Reservoir, Lefferts Pond, and the Mountaintop Inn and Resort. Chittenden has a pretty small population. It's just about 1,260 residents or so. But the size of the town is big. It's 74 square miles or 46,000 acres. So it's actually the largest town by area in Vermont. And the Green Mountains run along the entire eastern half of the town. So it has this kind of more secluded and wild feeling. And that's really nice during fall foliage season. Chitton's also an interesting place to visit in the fall. It, it has kind of a mysterious feel about it. The town was once declared the spirit capital of the universe from the activities of William and Horatio Eddy. And these were two brothers who claimed to have psychic powers back in the 1870s. And legend has it that their family, which had a long history of psychic ability, could be traced back to the Salem witch trials of the 1690s. So if you're looking for a mysterious place, Chittenden is a great place to visit in the fall. Anytime, really, but fall is definitely a good time. Then there's the town of Norwich. Norwich is over in the Connecticut River Valley. Main Street's lined with these really pretty New England homes. They have a little village green. 
Norwich is just a nice place for anyone who loves architecture, history, or just classic New England beauty. It's located across the Connecticut River from Hanover, New Hampshire, where Dartmouth College is located. And Norwich is a very walkable community. You can find the Norwich Bookstore or Dan and Witt's General Store, which is this no-frills country store, but it's really a place you have to stop into when you're in town. It's, it's a nice little spot. They also have the Village Green, and there's the Brew Pub at the Norwich Inn. And you can reach all these places on foot when you're in town. And not far from the center of town, if you want to hop in your car and take a fairly short drive, you can head over to King Arthur Baking or the Montshire Museum of Science, which is a fantastic place for kids and families. And nearby is the town of Woodstock. Woodstock, I'm sure you've heard of. That's a really popular place in Vermont. But Woodstock definitely lives up to the hype. You can go there and you can find so much to do. And it's just so beautiful there. You can stop by the Billings Farming Museum. You can explore the Marsh Billings Rockefeller National Historic Park, which is actually the country's only national park to focus on the concept of conservation. Or you can take a hike up Mount Tom for scenic views of the town. Or just walk along Main Street. You know, you can go to the Yankee Bookshop or the F.H. Gillingham and Sons General Store. You can also stop. There's some great places for coffee and some nice little boutiques. And also a few miles away in nearby Queechy, you can find Simon Pierce or the Vermont Institute for Natural Science or Queechy Gorge. You could easily come up to Woodstock and do Queechy and Norwich and Woodstock in a weekend or long weekend, and you'd have more than enough to do. Those three towns are, are really nice and complement each other really well. Heading down into southern Vermont a little bit more is the little town of Grafton, and I love Grafton. It's so pretty, and fall in this town is just something really spectacular. Routes 35 and 121, which I think are two of the prettiest drives in Vermont, They'll take you to Grafton, and you'll come into town, and, you know, it's a little town, maybe, I think, less than, fewer than 700 residents live there. But you can walk around the little historic village, and there's a little nature museum there, and a general store, and Grafton Village Cheese, and the Grafton Inn is there, and that's kind of in the center of town. And people like Teddy Roosevelt and Paul Newman have stayed there. It's a really majestic, beautiful place and beautiful building. And when you're there and you want to get outside, be sure to head over to Grafton Trails and Outdoor Center for some hiking or maybe some mountain biking. Then go down into southern Vermont a little bit more. And the next few towns I'm going to talk about are all right next to each other, but I think they're really worth mentioning. And I can't talk about fall without talking about this part of Vermont. One reason is I grew up here, but also these towns are just, they just have a lot to offer any time of year, but fall is really, really something amazing. First, the town of Dorset. Dorset's tiny, but it has a lot going on. There's the Dorset Union store, great little general store in town. There's also the Dorset Inn or the Bear's House where you can stay or have some really nice meals. And there's also Dorset Hollow Road, which is the six-mile scenic loop with really gorgeous farmhouses and nice views of Neetop Mountain, Owl's Head, and Mount Aeolus. And if you're looking to spend time outdoors when you're in Dorset, you can go apple picking at Mad Tom Orchard in East Dorset, or you can take a hike at Owl's Head Town Forest. A few miles down the road is the town of Manchester, which is my hometown. And Manchester's great in the fall. They've got a great bookstore, the Northshire Bookstore, which I always visit when I'm there. But 
More than that, there's some really nice outdoor places you can go to. Equinox Pond and the Equinox Preserve is this protected area near the base of Mount Equinox, which includes about 900 acres of land, including 11 miles of trails. And you can take an easy loop around the pond, or you can take more challenging terrain up the mountain. You can mountain bike here. There are some restrictions around that, but you can do that. You can also bring your dog as long as they're leashed. I took a hike with my daughter up to the pond recently, and it was such a nice time that, you know, there were people there, but everyone had enough room to kind of spread out and soak up the scenery and just find some peace and quiet in the woods. It was really nice. Then from Manchester, you can head up to Peru and stop by the Main Street Makery, which is this fantastic little place for kids to get creative and make some really nice art. And next door to that is J.J. Hapgood, which is a general store, and that's always a favorite place to stop by for a cup of coffee or a bite to eat. And they have a nice spot set up outside on their patio for dining. Julia and Tim Britton opened the store, I think it was back in 2013 or so, and they've done a really magnificent job. The J.J. Hapgood store was closed for several years, and it made Peru, you know, pretty sleepy. I mean, Peru's a little town, but when the general store closed several years back, the, you know, there really wasn't a hub there, but they've opened it, and they've done a really great job there. So I recommend stopping there if, if you haven't done so already. And just around the corner from J.J. Hapgood is the restored and wonderful Seesaw's Lodge and Restaurant, and that's on Route 11. And you can also stop by Bromley Market, where you can get wine and pizza and snacks and really good baked goods. And if you want to get outside, you can access the long trail for hiking off Route 11, just a little bit south of Bromley Mountain. Or you can head over to Hapgood Pond, which is on U.S. Forest Service land, if you want to get outside. And Bromley Mountain, which is a ski area, it also has some nice things going on in summer and fall. They have the Alpine Slide and the Zip Line and fun stuff to do. I'm not quite sure exactly what the setup is this fall, but I know they are open. You can visit Bromley.com for more info. And when you're in Peru, take a ride over to Landgrove, which is this tiny little town that pretty much all dirt roads. I think there's a tiny bit of pavement, but it's pretty much all dirt road. And it's really my dream town. If I can have a second home someday, it's going to be in Landgrove. I just love that town. I love how it makes me feel. I just want to walk around in like a wool sweater and some hiking boots and just soak up the, the scenery and the peacefulness of it. I love it there. So if you're in Landgrove, take Landgrove Road and then take Little Michigan Road, and then you'll head on to Danby Mount Tabor Road, which is this gorgeous fall drive. And the Danby Mount Tabor Road was built by the Civilian Conservation Corps in the 1930s, and it crosses the Green Mountain National Forest in southern Vermont. And when you're on that road, you can eventually, you'll see a parking lot, and you can access the Long Trail, and you can go to Little Rock Pond or the White Rocks National Recreation Area for hiking. This road is closed in the winter, but Danby Mount Tabor Road includes great views. Um, you'll see wildlife. I've actually seen a moose here. It, ha it was way back in 2005 or so. I think it was the last time I saw a moose, but I've seen a moose on this road. And uh, it's just a really pretty spot and a really nice way to spend your day exploring there. The last town I'm going to mention is the town of Wilmington, and you may have heard me say on this podcast that Wilmington feels like a mix of the best parts of Vermont and the Berkshires. Wilmington's Main Street, which is also Route 9, is lined with restaurants and some shops and local businesses. 
And to the north is Mount Snow on Route 100. And then just east of downtown is the Hogback Mountain 100-mile lookout, which offers really nice fall views. It's a great place to stop in the fall to see some foliage. Wilmington's also home to Dot's Restaurant and the White House Inn and Tavern, which are good places to check out if you want a good meal or a place to stop at. You can also try hiking at the Dovertown Forest, which sits on about 1,400 acres and borders Wardsboro and the Green Mountain National Forest. And one place you can't miss in Wilmington is the Harriman Reservoir, which is open for kayaking, canoeing, sailing, and boating. You can also, of course, swim here in the warmer months. But Harriman Reservoir is, is really lovely. So it's definitely a place to see when you're in the area. And as I said, you know, wherever you are in Vermont this fall, you cannot go wrong where you decide to go. You're going to find plenty of fall color throughout the fall. You can get up into the mountains or northeastern Vermont for early October color, or if you're here more kind of mid to late October, you can find foliage in the lower elevations and in the valleys. I can't wait to get out and do some hiking and exploring with my camera this fall, and I hope you're able to come here and enjoy yourself as well. But if you can't, there's always next year. Vermont will still be here for you. So I, I hope if you can't come this year, you will come next year. So I just want to thank you for listening to Happy Vermont. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. And if you're looking for suggestions on towns to visit or things to do this fall, I can certainly help. You can always send me an email at hello at happyvermont.com. You can also learn more by visiting my website at happyvermont.com. Thanks so much, and take good care, and I'll talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.